one of the things that's very encouraging to me is the fundamental sense of fairness and equity that is shared by, I think, most Americans. And, and part of that fairness and equity is the recognition that everybody should have coverage. Hmm. You stopped out with that optimistic view of what's possible? you'll get very close. You, you, won't, you won't fail, you'll succeed, and you'll get very, very close to succeeding. Attitude is important. Those were the voices of Charles Kenny and Northwell President and CEO Michael J. Dowling, who see reasons to feel optimistic about the direction of the U.S. healthcare system today. Hi, I'm David North, and this is part three in a special edition of Health Story. Dowling and Kenny are co-authors of Healthcare Reboot, Megatrends Energizing American Medicine. Their collaborative effort is optimistic, but also thoughtful and realistic, as you'll hear during this discussion of social policy, health system consolidation, and traditional values for medicine tomorrow. I asked Mr. Dowling if his positive assessment could lead readers to be overly optimistic about progress as inevitable resulting in complacency. My view, that if, you, if you're an optimistic person, you want to do things, you're not going to be complacent. I mean, they're kind of the opposite to me. I mean, I'm an optimist, but uh, I, I like to see things done differently. Therefore, I can't be complacent. I mean, I, I believe that everybody, and I, I say this to staff all the time, that everybody should live with a certain level of unhappiness because they have realized that there's a hell of a lot more they can do than they're now doing. And they should be continually trying to close the gap between what they're doing and what they can, what they know they can do, and being optimistic about the ability to get there. I like to look at the world through what's possible. I mean, and I, I think that we're in a better place today than we were ever before in history. You'll always have people that will be a little bit anti that's, that's human nature. But there are a lot more people not anti. And, and the new medical schools, the new educational programs that are, that are involved, that, and we're involved with the new medical school, are educating people differently. As evidence of how optimism and goal-oriented persistence are fundamental to success, Dowling describes the apparent paradox of Northwell Health as both a disruptor and a builder. Northwell, you may know, is the largest provider of health care in New York State, comprised of 23 hospitals, 640 ambulatory sites, and more than 40 urgent care centers, employing more than 66,000. At the outset, there was much concern great size could result in an impersonal and unresponsive institution. We were the first in New York State to create a health system. When we talked about creating a health system in the 1990s, a lot of people said it, was, it would never work. When we did some of our mergers, people said, this is ridiculous, this will never happen. This is a bridge too far, I was told. Um, you will fail. Hmm. We decided that it was going to be successful. We were optimistic about the view. You stopped out with that optimistic view of what's possible? you'll get very close. You, you, won't, you won't fail, you'll succeed, and you'll get very, very close to succeeding. Attitude is important, and persistence is important. Uh, it's not just doing, about doing things right, it's about doing the right things. It's about people. 
Uh, it's about putting the right people in the right places, and it's about making sure at times that the people who don't get the message shouldn't be here. And we've made those changes also. Michael Dowling is a big proponent of analogies and metaphor. He describes each facility as a piece of a mosaic and merger as marriage. It's like two people coming together. Not one person is not completely going to change the other. They actually find that blend, that culture that allows them to work in a seamless way while not destroying the uniqueness that made each of them unique. And that, I think, is what we've been able to do very, very, very well. Dowling offered an example of how consolidation saved at least one institution formerly on life support. I remember when I was in government, I used to have to cut checks on a weekend to, to meet payroll for Southside Hospital. It was a distressed hospital. Nobody thought it would survive. Everybody thought it was fair. When we took it over, everybody said, you're taking on a place that will never work. Hmm, look at it today. It takes time. Uh, many of the hospitals we took over, over the years, eight or nine of them were all losing propositions. They were all places that probably would have died if they hadn't consolidated as part of Northwell. Today, they're all successful, all doing well, all integrated as part of the whole. That's a success story. It's doable. That's why my, my, my attitude, and, and I think it comes across in the book, is despite the difficulties, despite the bumps along the road, and when you're running an organization like this and you find out that you have issues ever so often, you don't say, oh my God, I'm putting up the right flag, I can't move forward. You say, okay, we get around them, under them or over them, but we're getting there. That's progress. But can we, our U.S. healthcare system, count on respect, support, and appreciation for our colorful, mosaic-like properties in a nation apparently looking through lenses of red and blue. You know, if you look at the world, the political world, irrespective of ideology, if you look at the political world, yeah, there are, there are countervailing forces of us so often, you know, there's a little bit pushback. People, people believe that, that, you know, they believe in this nostalgic view of an idyllic past, you know, that we should go back. And so you have a little push backwards and then you move. It's like, it's like if you watch any sports game, you go upfield and you go back, you, go, you retreat and you go forward again. But just because you retreat sometimes doesn't mean that the, f- the forward progression isn't continuous. Michael Dowling's co-author, Charles Kenny, also takes the long view of the ongoing healthcare scrum in Washington, D.C. See Chapter 2 of Healthcare Reboot. I, I think there's a tremendous amount of goodwill out there for expanding coverage. It may not be fully centered in Washington, although I think there are a lot of people in the federal government who are very interested in expanding care. But I think one of, the, one of the things that's very encouraging to me is the fundamental sense of fairness and equity that is shared by, I think, most Americans. And, and part of that fairness and equity is the recognition that everybody should have coverage. And uh, we've gotten to a point where I think the Affordable Care Act has it, uh, us up to 89 or 90 or 91 percent of people have insurance. And coverage, admittedly, doesn't always translate into, into getting the appropriate care. But it's a very important step. And I think there is a tremendous sense of goodwill toward covering everybody. Exactly how we do that is problematic. And the two political parties are miles apart on that. To paraphrase the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., 
the arc of the moral universe bends toward justice. I asked Michael J. Dowling if he believes the arc of healthcare policy bends inevitably toward wellness. I, I think it will. Uh, I think I, I see trends today that um, is more and more directed towards wellness rather than just sick care. I don't think we've made a complete turn yet. I also think that the consumer, the patient, will be one of the biggest drivers of that movement. And if we respond to the needs of the consumer, and if we respond to the question of what matters to you, we'll be moving more and more over time towards a wellness agenda. Many of us are moving in that direction. You're constrained a little bit by reimbursement and by financing and all like that. But that over time will shift. You know, the way we get paid, the value-based payment stuff that is beginning to change. Not as fast as some people would have liked, not as fast as I thought it would, but, but you see the movement. It's a priority in every part of every discussion today, whereas in the past it wasn't. So I think it will definitely bend in that direction. I think the consumer will demand it. Americans will demand it, but it will bend because optimistic, determined people will bend it. People who Dowling seeks to inspire. Medical care and health are not the same things. Medical care is a component of health. They're not equivalent. Health is a lot more than the absence of disease. Right? It's the whole holistic view of the way you look. I hope to get people to think about the fact that we are in a wonderful profession doing great things, that we've had a history of phenomenal success, which should give us an awful lot of confidence about the success we can have in the future. That for the people who work in healthcare, that they should feel proud about what has been accomplished. And that, that optimism is important. Another reason for optimism, according to the authors, are solutions presented by both public and private sources. An example, a 2018 agreement by three companies, Amazon, Berkshire Hathaway, and J.P. Morgan Chase, to partner on ways to address health care for their U.S. employees and their families by providing simplified, high-quality, and transparent health care at a reasonable cost. Check Chapter 10 of Healthcare Reboot, Megatrends Energizing American Medicine, published by Forbes Books. Thank you co-authors Charles Kenny and Northwell President and CEO Michael J. Dowling. The book, Healthcare Reboot, Megatrends Energizing American Medicine, is published by Forbes Books. It examines in detail topics such as miracles of science, new ideas in medical education, government policy, and healthcare value. This program was produced at the facilities of New York Institute of Technology. Andre Doughty, Technical Director. I'm David North. Be well, look north at northwell.edu. There's an old quotation. It's like, it's not what you look at that matters. It's what you see.